Hey there, welcome back to the Path to Zion podcast where we are rediscovering the ancient way. Thank you so much for tuning back in here on the program. You can always run over to pathtozion.com and find us over there if you would like to find archive messages there that go back a long way. Hopefully I still agree with a lot of what I said back then. Who knows? It's kind of dangerous, isn't it, to go back and review things? Uh, I did a blog, shoot, I don't know, 17 years ago. I started it, and I started reading through some of my older stuff. Now, some of it's incredible, and some of it's like, man, I don't know about this. Um, some of it probably just needs taken down, but, you know, we can't tackle all that stuff. We have new endeavors at hand. So what are we talking about today? Of course, does Yahweh Elohim, does God's name matter? And as we're going to talk about, does it matter to him? Because that's what we really want to know. It doesn't matter if it matters to you or to me. Does it matter to him? And if it matters to him, friend, it must matter to us if we are truly trying to live lives that honor him and exalt him and magnify him and what? As we talked about, make his name, his name, renowned and glorified on the earth in our lifetime. So let's get started. In Genesis chapter 2, Yahovah Elohim appears, Yahweh Elohim. Okay, we're going to get right out of the gate here. Genesis chapter 14, verse 18, we see El Elyon, properly translated. The one true Elohim is referenced here as the Most High Mighty One. Okay, now I like that. Now that's an English translation, right, that we can ride with. Okay, I can use that one. He's the Most High Mighty One. There's none like Him. There's none beside Him. He is Yahweh Elohim. Exodus chapter 6 is, of course, another great place to start the name discussion when we get to the verses. And this is going to launch us into pages and pages of me just reading, and I'll try to restrain my commentary for the sake of your time and mine both. So, Exodus chapter 6, verse 3. Elohim Most High spoke further to Moses and said to him, I am Yahweh. I appeared to Abraham, to Isaac, and to Jacob as El Shaddai. Okay, what we just talked about, the Most High Mighty One. Yet by my name, Yahweh, did I not make myself known to them. Interesting text, but I can't dissect all these. This will be a 25-part series. Psalm chapter 86, verse 8 through 10, and this is not in biblical chronological order in any way whatsoever. There is no one like you among the Elohim, among the pantheon of gods, Yahweh. Nor are there any works like yours. All nations whom you have made will come and worship before you, Yahweh. They will glorify your name, for you are great, and you do wondrous deeds. You alone are Elohim. Psalm 97, 7, 8, and 9. May all those who be ashamed, who serve carved images, who boast in idols, worship him, all you Elohim, little e, all you gods, Zion heard this and was joyful. The daughters of Judah have rejoiced because of your judgments, Yahweh. For you are Yahweh most high over all the earth. You are exalted far above all other Elohim. You are exalted above all gods. Specificity, distinction. Genesis chapter 17, verse 1. When Abram was 99 years old, Yahweh appeared to him, and he said, I am El Shaddai. Again, I am most powerful. Continually walk before me, and you will be blameless. My heart's desire is to make my covenant between me and you, and I will multiply you exceedingly much. Psalm chapter 97, verse 12. Be joyful in Yahweh, you righteous ones. Praise the mention of his holy name. Psalm 102, 12. 
But you, Yahweh, remain forever, and your name remains to all generations. This is a big one for me when we start talking about things that were done away with with, with, with Yeshua. Like, well, we're not in that because Jesus ended that period. He ended that um, dispensation. We're in this now. We're not. Okay, well, in, in many of those verses, if not all, say for all generations. Okay, then we have to throw this out as well. When, when David encourages, you, Yahweh, remain forever, and your name remains to all generations. Psalm 135, verse 13, your name, Yahweh, is everlasting. The mention of you, Yahweh, is throughout all generations. Sounds familiar. Hosea chapter 12, verse 5, and Yahweh, the Elohim of armies, Yahweh is his name. Proverbs 18, 10, the name of Yahweh is a fortified tower. The righteous run to it and are safe. So the name of Yahweh Almighty is a dwelling place, friend. His name is a dwelling. 2 Thessalonians 1.12 We pray this so that the name of our Messiah Yeshua may be glorified in you and you in him according to the grace of our Elohim and the, and the, and the Messiah Yeshua. Okay, the name of Messiah Yeshua. And I'm not even really touching on, on Yeshua at all in this, except for some little ones here and there. That's a whole other issue about his name and the authority and the power in his name. Why? His name, when we utter Yeshua, is saying Yahweh is salvation. We're declaring that the Elohim of all Elohims is our salvation when we say his proper name, Yeshua. 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 19, But Elohim's firm foundation stands, bearing this seal. Yahweh knows those who are His. And let everyone who names the name of Yahweh depart from iniquity. All, uh, Micah chapter 4, verse 5, All the nations may walk in the name of their Elohims, but we will walk in the name of Yahweh, our Elohim, forever and ever. Distinction. Isaiah 26, 13, Yahweh our Elohim, other lords and masters besides you have ruled over us, but your name alone do we honor. Isaiah 42, 8, I'm Yahweh, that is my name. My glory I will not give to another, or my praise to graven images. Isaiah 52, verses 5 and 6. Again, Yahweh declares, those who rule over them howl, and my name is continually reviled, all day long. Therefore, my people shall know my name. My people shall know my name. Distinction for both. Therefore, on that day, I am the one who is speaking. Here I am. Jeremiah 16, 19 through 21. Yahweh, my strength and my stronghold, my refuge in day of distress. To you, the nations will come from the ends of the earth and say, our fathers have inherited nothing but falsehood, futility, and things of no benefit, which we will make a mark, which is vain things. Our fathers have inherited nothing but vain things. It goes on in verse 20 of chapter 16 in Jeremiah. Can a person make Elohim for himself? But they are not Elohim. Therefore, behold, I'm going to make them know this time I will make them know my power and my might, and they will know that my name is Yahweh. Exodus chapter 20, verse 7. You must not misuse the name of Yahweh your Elohim. 
Yahweh will not let you go unpunished if you misuse his name. We talked about that one earlier. Leviticus 19.12 Do not swear falsely by my name, and so profane the name of your Elohim. I am Yahweh. Deuteronomy 5.11 You shall not misuse the name of Yahweh your Elohim, for Yahweh will not hold anyone guiltless who misuses his name. Talked about that one as well. Psalm 139 verse 20 They speak against you with malicious intent. Your enemies take your name in vain. Again, some make the name of Yahweh worthless and empty, useless, and they are his enemies. Psalm chapter 20, verses 7 and 8. Now I know that Yahweh saves his anointed. He answers him from his holy heaven with saving strength of his right hand. Some have chariots and some have horses, but we remember the name of Yahweh, our Elohim. Psalm chapter 30, verse 4. Sing the praises of Yahweh, you, his faithful people. Praise his holy name. Praise what is holy, kadosh in Hebrew. We praise his holy, set-apart, distinct name. There is none like him, and his faithful people sing his praises. Psalm chapter 61, 6 through 9. For you have heard my vows, O Elohim. You have given the inheritance of those who fear your name. May you add days to the king's days. May his years span many generations. May he be enthroned before Yahweh forever. Appoint mercy and truth to protect him. Then I will ever sing praise to your name forever to fulfill my vows day after day. Psalm 97, 12. Rejoice in Yahweh, you who are righteous, and praise his holy name, his kadosh set-apart distinguished name. Now, I want to point out the redundancy of his holy name, as I'm already doing. We're called to be holy as Father is holy. And as we continue on in this, the, the, the theme always rises to the surface in everything I talk about when I study. Father's holy set-apart people are marked, friend. They are marked. <laughs> and they're marked by knowing and declaring praises to His holy set-apart Kadosh name. <laughs> and thereby they themselves are a marked, holy, set-apart Kadosh people. Those, we talk about this endlessly on the program, with every verse and context we talk about here, feasts and Sabbath, those things mark a distinguished people. That is the proper understanding of the biblical word of holy. To be holy as Yahweh is holy means you are a people who, when we line, when we line up the world, you are Yahweh's. You are Yahweh's. You are Yahweh's. And how do you do that? We don't function according to the world's calendar. We don't do the holidays of the world. We don't follow re re religious rhetoric and rule. We don't follow a state church that said do Christmas and Easter. We don't do those things. And by doing Yahweh's appointed feasts, His appointed times, His fourth commandment Sabbath, His set-apart holy consecrated day, we thereby become his holy, set-apart, consecrated people. And we move closer into becoming kadosh, holy, as Father himself 
is holy, as all these verses are pointing to, his holy, set-apart, distinguishable name. And his people know his name. It, I mean, we're reading that in, in, these, in these verses. Let's continue. Psalm 100, verses 4 and 5, enter into his gates with what? We know this, thanksgiving. And into his courts with praise. Be thankful unto him and bless his name. For Yahweh is good. His mercy is everlasting, and his truth endures to all generations. Psalm chapter 18, verse 10. The name of Yahweh is a strong tower. The righteous man runs into it, and he is safe. I think I've, I might read some of these a couple times, and I apologize. It's very possible. Maybe it's worth hearing again. Yahweh's name is a dwelling. It is a secret hidden place. It's elevated and exalted where we can run and hide in his name. Psalm 119, 49 through 55. Remember the word to your servant on which you have made me hope. My comfort and my affliction is this. Your word has kept me alive. The arrogant have viciously ridiculed me, yet I did not turn away from your Torah. I remember your judgments from of old, Yahweh, and they comfort me. Burning indignation grips me because of the wicked who forsake your Torah. Your decrees have become my songs in the house where I dwell. In the night I remember your name, Yahweh, and keeping watch over your Torah. Psalm 135.13 Your name, Yahweh, endures forever. Your renown, Yahweh, through all generations. Psalm 72.17 May his name endure forever. May it continue as long as the sun. Is the sun still there? Yep, still out there. May his name be likewise. May his name endure forever. Then all nations will be blessed through him, and they will call him blessed. Romans chapter 10, 9 through 13. If you declare with your mouth Yeshua is master and believe in your heart that Elohim raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For it is with your heart that you believe and you're justified. And it's with your mouth that you profess your faith and are saved. As Scripture says, anyone who believes in him will never be put to shame. For there is no difference between Jew and Gentile. The same Elohim is Elohim of all. And richly blesses all who call on his name. For everyone who calls on the name of Yahweh Elohim will be saved. Nobody here is arguing that point. Joel chapter 2 verse 32. Everyone who calls on the name of Yahweh will be saved. Sounds like Romans chapter 10, does it not? For on Mount Zion and, and in Jerusalem there will be deliverance. As Yahweh has said, even among the survivors whom Yahweh calls. Acts chapter 2, verse 21. Everyone who calls upon the name of Yahweh will be saved. Redundancy is key. Romans chapter 2, verse 24. As it is written, Elohim's name is blasphemed among the Gentiles because of you. 1 Samuel 12, 22. For the sake of his great name... Yahweh will not reject his people because Yahweh was pleased to make you his own. Man, this verse right here. If we could only grasp this, this would do us all well. Everything that happens to us that comes via Father's mercy and grace and compassion that was poured out through his Son, it's for his name's sake, friend. It's not about us. It's not about you nor me. 
It is about his namesake, as we see in 1 Samuel. For the sake of his great name, Yahweh will not reject his people. That's what covenant's all about. It's all about looking to the Father, pointing to the Father, pursuing the Father, being captivated by him. That's what Yeshua was even doing. It's all about my Father. It's all about him. Psalm chapter 79, verse 9. Help us. Elohim, our Savior. What? Oh, that's part of my Yeshua study, too. I thought, I thought Jesus was the Savior. Oh, boy. We need help. <laughs> we need help. Okay. Psalm 79, 9. Help us. Elohim, our Savior. I didn't plan that. For the glory of your name, deliver us and forgive our sins. Why? For your name's sake, to declare to all the pantheon of Elohim that are all throughout time, there is one Elohim of all Elohims, and his name is Yahweh Almighty. <sighs> Psalm 106.8, he saved them for his name's sake, to make his mighty power known. Mark 13.13, 13, you will be hated by all for my name's sake. Yeshua, of course, speaking to anyone who would follow him. But the one who endures to the end will be saved. 1 Kings 5.15, I intend, therefore, to build a temple for the name of Yahweh my Elohim. As Yahweh told my father David when he said, Your son whom I will put on the throne in your place will build the temple for my name. Matthew 6.9, In this manner before... Therefore, pray, our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Exodus chapter 9, 13 through 16. Yahweh said to Moses, Rise up early in the morning and stand before Pharaoh and say to him, This is what Yahweh, the Elohim of the Hebrews, says. Let my people go so that they may serve me. For this time I am going to send all my plagues on you and your servants and your people, so that you may know that there is none like me in all the earth. For had I now put out my hand and struck you and your people with plague, you would have then been eliminated from the earth. But indeed, for this reason, I have allowed you to remain. Why? In order to show you my power and in order to proclaim my name throughout the entire earth. About this specifically, because he says this is what Yahweh, the Elohim of the Hebrews, says. A question, is Yahweh still the Elohim of the Hebrews? Has he changed? Is he merely the God of Christianity now? I thought he was the same yesterday, today, and forever, friend. Identity is of utmost importance. Exodus chapter 20, 22 through 24, Then Yahweh said to Moses, Say this to the sons of Israel, you yourselves have seen that I have spoken to you from heaven. Do not make Elohim of silver alongside me, and do not make Elohim of gold for yourselves. You are to make an altar of earth for me, and there you will sacrifice your burnt offerings, your fellowship offerings, your sheep and your cattle. In every place where I cause my name to be mentioned, I will come to you and bless you. Exodus chapter 33, 18, 19, and 20. Then Moses said... Please show me your glory. So he said, I will cause all my goodness to pass before you and call out the name of Yahweh before you. Now the Pentateuch says it like this, and I put a little note in here. It states that Yahweh will literally give utterance to his own name. Fascinating. Complex? Yes. 
The verse continues on verse uh, 19 of, of Exodus chapter 33. I will be gracious toward whom I will be gracious, and I will show mercy on who I will be merciful. But he also said, You cannot see my face, for no man can see me and live. Exodus 34, 4 and 5, and 12 through 14. So he carved two tablets of stone like the first. Then Moses rose up early in the morning, went up unto, unto Mount Sinai, as Yahweh had commanded him, and took in his hand the two tablets of stone. Then Yahweh descended in the clouds, stood with him there, as he called on the name of Yahweh. Watch yourself, and make no covenant with the inhabitants of the land where you're going, or they will become a snare among you. Instead, break down their altars, smash their pillars, and cut down their what? Their Asherah poles. Here we are from where we were with naming all the Elohim gods um, of the age. For you are to bow down to no other Elohim, to no other god. Why? Because Yahweh is jealous for his name. He is a jealous Elohim. Friend, let me just insert that real quick, like into our modern thinking. And I, I, could, I started to go a whole section about what that means about Yahweh is jealous for his own name. He, and let me just summarize it like this. I'll take all that that I looked into and didn't even end up adding to this uh, part. He wants to be the set-apart, holy, consecrated, distinct Elohim of all Elohims in your life, friend. He once identified, or he would not have told us, his personal name, which goes back to the, the silly offering that I presented in, in part one about the waiter at the restaurant. like, And how arrogant it would be for me to know a man's name and not call him by his name. It would be very arrogant of me to not acknowledge him as as an honorable thing to do. Likewise, and even much more so, of course, Yahweh's saying, I am jealous for my own name, and I in my goodness and kindness, and as a personal, literal extension of myself, I have told you my name. I've literally told you my personal name. And he is a jealous Elohim, Exodus 34, 14 concludes with. Deuteronomy 32, 1, 2, and 3, it's the song of Moses. Give ear, O heavens, and I will speak. Let the earth hear the words of my mouth. May my teaching trickle like rain, my speech distill like dew, like gentle rain on new grass, like showers on tender plants. For I will proclaim Yahweh's name, ascribe greatness to our Elohim. And again, that's what we talked about even in the English um, definition of the name, of the word name, is you are ascribing specific, proper, person, uh, personal-ness to an individual. And like we also said, it equally means uh, to make renowned, to make great, to make known. So this jealous Elohim is having his name proclaimed and declared and magnified, ascribing greatness to our Elohim by doing so. Psalm chapter 20, 1 through 6, for the music director, a psalm of David. May Yahweh answer you in the day of trouble. May the name of Elohim, of Jacob, set you up securely on high. May he send you help from the sanctuary and support you from Zion. May he remember all your meal offerings and accept the fat of your burnt offering. Selah. 
May he grant you your heart's desire and fulfill all your plans. We will shout for joy in the victory and lift up our banners in the name of our Elohim. May Yahweh fulfill all your petitions. That's a pretty good prayer. I'd like somebody to pray that for me. That would be awesome. Maybe I need to pray that for others as well. Psalm chapter 22. Let's keep moving. Verses 1, 2, and 3. Yahweh is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside still waters. He restores my soul. He guides me in paths of righteousness. This is a bumper sticker verse for many believers. But why? 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 For His name's sake. For His name's sake. That's why. That's why He's my shepherd. That's why he makes me lie down in green pastures. That's why he leads me beside still waters. That's why he restores my soul. That's why he guides me in paths of righteousness. <laughs> For his name's sake. This is a big deal to him, friend. This is a big deal to Yahweh, his name. Psalm chapter 22, verses 23 and 24, and it's mirrored in Hebrews 2.12. I will declare your name to my brothers. I will praise you amid the congregation. Oh, now we're talking about how we're doing this in the congregation of the brethren. You who fear Yahweh, praise Him. Praise Yahweh Elohim. All of Jacob's descendants glorify Him, Yahweh. Revere Him, Yahweh. All you seed of Israel. Again, I will declare your name to my brothers. And friends, His name is not God. The, when he met with Moses, when he met with Abraham, when he met and revealed himself to men, he did not say, I am God. He said, I am Yahweh. <laughs> I am that I am, and there is none other like me. Psalm chapter 25, 10 and 11. All of Yahweh's ways are loving kindness and truth to those who keep his covenant and his testimonies. For your name's sake, Yahweh, pardon my guilt, for it is great. That is a prayer we should all be saying with great regularity. For your name's sake, Yahweh, for your jealous name, for your exalted, magnified, glorified name above all names, Yahweh Elohim, pardon my guilt, for my guilt is great. Let's wrap up part there, uh, right there with part two. Part three. <laughs> so just so far, we got more verses to go. Does Yahweh's name matter to him? Oh my goodness, friend. I want to just I want to be a highlighter and a, and a spotlight that points on the word and says, man, my goal is that all of us sit back and say, oh my goodness. His name is of utmost importance to him. And therefore, I want it to be at the forefront of importance to me. Why? To make his name great. To magnify him. To glorify him. To exalt him to his high and lofty place as Elohim among the pantheon of Elohims that existed and exists now and ever will be. In his goodness, in his kindness, he has revealed himself to us. Yes and amen. Thank you, Father. You are good. And there's none like him. There's none like him. So join us back for the next part here as we talk about Yahweh's great name. And does it matter? 
It matters to him most assuredly, and I hope it matters to you, friend. So tune back in. We'll wrap it up after this. You're watching the Path Design podcast. We're rediscovering the ancient way. Go to pathdesign.com. Subscribe to the channel if you're not already. And uh, thank you so much for watching. Amen.